Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of The Conviction Project, where we leave you with no doubts concerning Islam. I have here my friend Farhan. Farhan, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. Farhan, today um, we w- I would like to talk more about um, being a public figure. Uh, there are many doubts that may come to mind when it comes to being a public figure and the type of responsibility that a public figure has to hold. I'm thinking immediately towards the Holy Prophet وسلم, how he was a public figure. And perhaps many people uh, had doubts in their mind when they saw his human side. You know, the, the side that was prone to error and mistakes. Um, so what more could you tell us about that? Yeah, um, this is a difficult uh, subject to talk about. Um, a lot of people have sensitivities about certain uh, certain topics like these. Um, but but the Quran is very clear. Um, the Holy Quran uh, says, "Auzu billahi min shaitan rajim." Qul innama ana basharum mislukum. The Prophet should say to the people that I am just a human being like you. Right. So the prophet was uh, just a human being. And, and, and um, yes, we believe that the prophets of God are sinless. They do not commit sin. They do not disobey God. But at the same time, there is a side to certain prophets or in fact, all prophets, which makes them human. Right. Um, the, the very first example that I can think of is uh, the prayers. Of, we were talking about prayers uh, in our previous show. Uh, during one of the prayers, uh, during some of the prayers, actually, uh, the prophet uh, would make a mistake. So, for instance, Zohar prayer is supposed to have four rak'at. The prophet uh, would, uh, instead of saying four, he said two. Now, after he finished the prayer, the, the companions were uh, didn't really want to say it to him. And so somebody said, uh, O Prophet of Allah, has the prayer changed? Did God give us a new commandment? And then the prophet realized his mistake. And so he's like, no, 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 this, there's been no change. I made a mistake. And so then he corrected himself. And, 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 and there are two things that come out of this. Number one, everybody's not going to be perfect like Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So generally pe- people are going to make mistakes. And so when the prophet makes a mistake, the people know what to do when, when, when there is a mistake in their, in their namaz, in their salat. And so they, can, they know what to do, right? Otherwise, we would never know what to do. If I, if, I, if I forget something in my salat, what am I going to do, right? Now I have an example. The Prophet uh, did something similar. And the other reason behind that, and Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, the Promised Messiah, has talked about this. The other reason why these mistakes were sometimes would sometimes occur is to show the human side, right? You know, coming back to the shahada, the kalama, it's la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. There is none worthy of worship except God. It doesn't stop there. It says Muhammad is the messenger of God. To emphasize the fact that he's just a human being, to also prevent us and protect us from falling into the error of attributing divinity to Prophet Muhammad. Right? That was another issue because Jesus Christ had been made divine. Um, and, and, and so these, these human sides are there and, and people start having doubts about it. 
you know, as you as you were talking about the story where the the companions of the holy prophet, um, I from my perspective, I'm also looking at how the companions have reacted. They reacted with such humility, saying that you know, O Prophet of Allah, is there is this a new prayer? So in fact, they were ready. They knew that it was a mistake, but they were ready to accept the idea that perhaps something has changed. And I guess to me, that's a model that if someone who is a person of authority in my own setting, so say like an imam or a an, an, another office bearer, and he makes a mistake, I should react with similar humility. Yeah, I mean, if if imams uh, can make uh, those human errors um, far more than Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him, um, and and uh, similarly other office bearers are there, and they can they can make the, those human mistakes. Sometimes people just simply forget. Um, going back to the Prophet, I you know now that we have ta- started talking about this, I, I have a lot of other things that come to my mind uh, because. Christians accuse, uh, not all Christians, but some of the critics of Islam, including Christians and maybe even atheists, they say, oh, why did this happen? Why why did these mistakes happen? So, for instance, at the time of the first revelation, uh, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, when he received the first revelation, um, he was frankly scared, right? I mean... Who wouldn't be? It's such a huge responsibility. And there was anxiety. How am I going to do this? How How is it going to be possible? I, I don't find myself worthy enough to do this. And there were even, the, the, the narrations talk about how there were certain occasions. After the first revelation, the prophet would climb up to a mountain and, and even think about jumping off. And this could be a metaphor. It could be real. It could be literal. But whatever the case, there was this human emotion of anxiety and concern about what's going to happen. And there was this fear also. But then every time he would even go up to the mountain, the angel would show up again, comfort him. Don't worry, it's fine. This is from Allah. You don't have anything to worry about. And then so he would go back and he would feel more relaxed. And then when more revelations started coming, and then obviously he started feeling that strength, that, that help of Allah, the angels and everything. But there was this human element to it. And that is, that is applicable to all people. You know, it's very it's very powerful to hear these stories because it kind of gives me permission that I'm allowed to make mistakes. Yeah, mistakes. Yes, um, we can make mistakes. We are human beings. God has said that. But what to do after making a mistake? That is that is important, right? As soon as we make a mistake, we should start doing istighfar, seeking forgiveness from Allah, right? And again, there is another uh, question that uh, some people ask about this, also in relation to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, that uh, you know, why did he seek forgiveness? Why did he? Do istighfar. And, and one of the reasons is that. In fact, this is probably the main reason that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, sought istighfar. He sought forgiveness of Allah so that Allah would remove the weaknesses of the human side of the Prophet. Right? This is precisely, you know, especially in the Quran where God speaks about uh, the the help of Allah coming is nasrullahi the help of Allah and 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 the people coming into the religion of Islam in in large numbers and 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 the prophet talks about the the, the Quran talks about this and then says for glorify Allah and seek his forgiveness so 
that was the time because when a lot of people would enter Islam, hundreds of thousands of people would enter Islam, one human cannot fully teach everyone the same thing. Uh, it's not humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And that is the time to seek istighfar because that is the human side and the human uh, weakness even, uh, which is there. And, and Allah said, if you do istighfar, it would be fine. That's, that's actually great advice to know um, for individuals who may be of um, person of authority, person of power, who makes mistakes, that this is good advice for them to follow. I'm now wondering, I'm stuck on, on the the um, response of the companions of the Holy Prophet because I'm so moved by, by their idea of how to respond to a mistake. So now I guess the question that I pose to you is that if someone sees a person of authority making a mistake, Um, or sees a person of power making a mistake, what is the Islamic response to that? Right, so if you see uh, even an imam like myself or uh, an office bearer uh, make a mistake, then uh, I think uh, the best way is to give feedback, right? I mean, as an imam, personally, I would like feedback. I mean, (laughs) about this show that we have started, this is the eighth episode, I believe. And, and, and we would like to get feedback. And, and, and if this is not the right direction, let us know. And so the same applies to, to other imams as well. I think, um, uh, there are some people who are very blunt with us and they will tell us to our face, uh, that you have made a mistake or you have done something wrong. And, and we would, we would right away respond by saying, okay, uh, uh, we will try to improve. Right. I mean, I, some somebody comes to me and, and says something. I always respond by saying that I will try to improve. And, uh, the, you know, and if you don't feel comfortable talking to us directly, uh, maybe you can have a third person or someone close to the imam uh, to to talk uh, to the imam about or an office bearer about your concerns and maybe that this kind of feedback is important. Um, there are some imams or some office bearers who might feel offended. That is fine. There are other ways to uh, to approach them or to go through a third person or higher authority. Um, but at, at least at a personal level, I, I get feedback all the time and I try to improve myself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering, um, what would you recommend to someone where um, feedback is not an option? where they don't feel comfortable giving that feedback because maybe the person might receive that feedback uh, negatively. Right. Um, what advice would you give them? Right. So in, in the structure that we have, for instance, in the Ahmadiyya Muslim Jamaat, uh, there is a structure, there is a, there is a, there is a way to get your voice across. And, and, and so the structure, so uh, if, if an office bearer at the local level has done something like this and, and, and there's no way to talk to him directly or her directly, then you can go to the regional level, right? And at the regional level, um, they don't respond, they don't do anything. Then there's a national office as well that, that can take complaints and, and, and act on them. Right, and if none of that works, then we have the person of the Khalifatul Masih, who is in London, UK, and we can write to him directly and tell him that such and such person has. I mean, I'm not encouraging the idea of finding small fa- faults in others and and pet- sometimes there are petty issues, and you you don't have to take them all. In my opinion, you don't have to take them all the way to the Khalifatul Masih, but of course the option is there for 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 you to do that and. Uh, if, uh, if 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 other options don't work. 
I think the main thing to remember is to recognize what kind of mistake is it. If it is something that is truly a human error, then we should be more forgiving of those human errors. But if it is something that, you know, you, you find is completely unjust or that you find that, you know, that this is this is shaken the foundations of your faith or has shaken the foundations of other people's faith or it could shake the foundations of other people's faith then I find that it would probably more be more appropriate to escalate the Right. Problem. I mean, if it's a, an issue which, which can affect the Muslim community at large, uh, if it is something that uh, can affect a lot of people and it's something dangerous, I think it's important to, to deliver that uh, important message uh, to the imam or office bearer directly, or if not, through uh, the regional or national levels. But if uh, if it's something that is just a human error and it's something small and it's something you know it's a very subjective ma- you know it's not possible for us to objectively determine what is right and what is wrong but these things are there there is some human side to all of these things you know it's very valuable that we recognize these human qualities that we have oftentimes we forget that people of power are human and that they do have this human side it's just something, uh, I guess, just the way we perceive them. Uh, I, I'm thinking of world, worldly leaders um, or worldly, perhaps even celebrities. And I'm thinking that th- even all of those people that we just see on TV or we see anywhere, they have human qualities. Um, I'm thinking of the president of the United States, the prime minister, all these people, um, worldly leaders, they also have a human side to them. And sometimes recognizing that human side is the most powerful thing. Um, any final remarks? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is there. This is there about worldly leaders as well. This is there about uh, spiritual leaders as well. Um, in in terms of uh, those mistakes, sometimes those mistakes are bigger mistakes which can affect other people. And so, in those in those areas, always remember not to make them the role model. As a Muslim, the role model that we have is the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And we have the Messiah, Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, who is also a role model for us. But other than that, uh, everybody else is human and they can make those errors. And so never to put someone at a pedestal so high that if, if you see some weakness in them, uh, y- your your own faith shouldn't be expected by that. You should pray for them. I mean, that's number one, actually. Uh, you should pray for that person. Um, and, of course, you can give some feedback. That is very powerful that if you are offended by something or someone, you should definitely pray for them. Right. Um, and I would like to like to remind everyone that if they if they do find our podcast helpful, that they do subscribe to it and that they do take a moment to give us feedback or rate it or comment on it. Um, you can also send us emails of your doubts at the Farhan, you're gonna have to correct me. The conviction at Voice of Islam. No, it's conviction at voiceofislam.ca, and the other one we have a Gmail as well. The conviction project at gmail.com. All right, this is the conviction project where we leave you with no doubts concerning Islam. <laughs>